Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, just call or text 765-233-2640. Again, that's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Brooke Holding Smith of The Lodge and The Loft. We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up? Well, they have another two-part workshop series coming up. Two parts? Two parters. It's diversity and inclusion, leveraging the strength of difference. So they're going to do diversity first and then... I think it's all together. (laughs) I don't think like one day is diversity and one day is inclusion. I think it all kind of like lumps together. Kind of lumps together. We're just splitting it in two. Yeah, because there's a lot of information to digest and think about and process and all that kind of stuff. Now, when's this going to take place? It's going to be Wednesday, October 14th and Thursday, October 15th. So two days in a row from 2 to 3.30. Who's putting it on? Other than Schaefer well, leadership, Schaefer, of course, but... obviously. But Dr. Melinda Massinio of Ball State University. Okay. She's awesome. I've been in a fa- couple facing projects with her and things like that. She is going to present an opportunity for your team to tap unreached potential. The session begins with an overview of the benefits of having diverse teams and explores the common barriers to full realization of those strengths. By examining common patterns of thinking that limit team growth, participants will learn the value of diversity and inclusion and develop strategies that they can apply to their daily work habits. That sounds like a lot of stuff. It does. Well, you're going to learn how to understand your personal diversity story. I have a personal diversity story? Well, maybe not you because you're like a white man. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's your personal diversity story, right? <laughs> the patriarchy. You'll develop your understanding of diversity and inclusion in everyday settings. So how can, can you be inclusive? That. I think you can do that. Identify how your personal lens impacts the way you see others. That's good to know. And you will identify ways that you can support inclusion in any setting. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. In the studio today, we have Brooke Smith, Venue Director of the Lodge at River Valley Farm and the Loft at Eisenagel, and she has brought her mother, Karen Holding, owner of both those places. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Hi, this Matt. Is a Hi, Angie. Hello. <laughs> Great Thanks for stopping honor. by the farmhouse. <laughs> yes. Now, tell everybody about each one of these venues, uh, one right after the other. There's a lot of history with one, and then Eisenagel has a uh, Hillcroft connection and even before that history of its own yeah so tell us about the about the two our first baby um since most of these you know questions that we'll go over is it's going to relate back to me being a mom and of course our mother-daughter duo here Um, so our first baby is the lodge and it came about my parents had purchased about 50 acres through um, an auction and it used to be owned by ball state and so the history there which is really cool 
um, connection to this uh, community is that it was an old Bracken farm. So everybody knows Bracken libraries, mm -hmm. especially all us Ball State grads. We spent a lot of time in Bracken library. So that's kind of a cool connection to the community that it was a summer farm back in 1850. Yeah, around the 18, 1851 or something like that. Um, and it was a working farm and they summer, I believe that the Bracken summered there. We did a little bit of research on it. It was a real working farm back in 1940. And they would come there in the summer from their house where the Ball State president lives now. That was their winter, winter house, home. if you would. <laughs> and they'd had horses there, cattle, chickens. Oh, okay. So the house that, that we actually use for a farmhouse for the brides to get ready in, and they can also spend the night, is the actual house that the Bracken family used. Oh, very cool. Pretty time. cool. And so Matt's been there. He's our DJ extraordinaire at, at our venue. Yeah, I was there four weekends in in a row, I think, in August. So. Yeah, we love Matt. Awesome. I know. It's like, can we he just move this, this stuff in and like not right? take it back and forth? I think that's all right. So the, the lodge, the big building that Matt gets to... DJ in. Yeah, gets everything. to rock, rock the house roll, down, man. right? Um, the beams that were in the uh, lodge, although everything around it is, is new and modern, are actually from the barn that sat there from the 1850s so that's kind of a nice little connection to the property that mixes the old with the new and that's kind of how the lodge came about we noticed back in 2013 when i got married that although there's beautiful venues here in muncie a lot of my friends you know 10 of my friends have been married at mm -hmm. one of the venues and it just really didn't feel like something that there was we had a connection to it wasn't you know an intimate space like right. like we really have played out in the in the lodge and the loft so that's kind of how everything came about that my parents had this these 50 acres that i think was actually supposed to be a home site for them <laughs> uh, not a wedding venue but um so we had this this really cool farmhouse and this pretty dilapidated barn and <laughs> we started cleaning it out and found out that that was little much of an undertaking um and i had some Am amish builders come mm -hmm. and first thing they said is hey i think it's going to be better to tear this down and start over <laughs> so you know from their viewpoint I was all game for that, especially when they said it'd be cheaper, too. So You're like, sign me up, sold. <laughs> we started on that, and we ended up with uh, 5,000 square feet um, of air-conditioned, heated space. I was going to say, now, your venues are a little unique compared to the you know, the rustic barn venues that have popped up everywhere. Yours is actually air conditioned and heated so you can go all year round. Am I correct? Huge, huge yeah. uh, amenity that we, we have at both of our venues. Guests are comfortable. Yeah. You can have an out, outdoor uh, ceremony and, you know, it might be kind of a hot day, but they get some reprieve when they when they come mm -hmm. into our venues. Oh, the vendors like it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we like I it. I love it. Now, I'll say <laughs> we've done some, like, in some actual barns like working yeah. barns where they're they moved out the horses the day before and things like that we've uh i've decided not to do that we don't, we don't like all the equipment gets dusty and it, it right. kills me it so. gets too dusty <laughs> i almost stepped in horse poop one time and i'm like ah, no, that's, that's not my jam that's not really our clientele <laughs> yeah. either now give me the background of the uh, loft at ice noggle on ice noggle on ice <laughs> see i knew See, I'd we really. always get it wrong <laughs> at on and yes. yes i know it's confusing um the loft has some really Really, really cool history. We came into possession of it through an auction as well. Right. And we actually, myself and my siblings, and of course my parents, um, <laughs> well, we grew up around the corner uh, from 
the, the Eisenhower Center, which is what it was for since the, I think the 1950s yeah, is when the they 1950s, first. Um, the land <clears throat> and the buildings were built for kids with special needs back in the 50s. And it hummed along. We could hear the kids playing, you know, in the pool and stuff from our neighborhood. And it, you know, it was really a nice camp for kids. I think it's only one of a couple in the state. They lost their funding. I saw a sign for an auction, and I'm always up for a good auction. (laughs) Sounds like it. (laughs) Yeah, I said to my husband, let's see who's buying ice and ogle, you know, and... So we turned out to be you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty run down and dilapidated. Um, some of the buildings I wouldn't. A property. I didn't even want to go in, but um, we saw a vision and bought it and turned it into what it is today through a lot of hard work. We've had people that oh, yeah. are brides that were camp counselors there. We've had people tell us how wonderful it is that we kept it the way it was instead of tearing it down and starting over. Back to what my mom said, we've gotten multiple messages through Facebook of campers that were mm-hmm. there, you know, when they were in their youth, and they are just so overwhelmed with emotion that we have been able to, to keep, you know, keep the spirit alive there that now people are actually going there to have a good time again. Mm-hmm. Um, although, it, you know, it doesn't have the same meaning that it did before, but it, it still has the spirit of of the of Camp Eisenhower and, and smiles and happiness. So we're really, really excited to share that with the community. And of course, it's a beautiful venue. I've been there uh, quite a few times yep. under the stairs, <laughs> as I call it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, what, that's where they set the DJs up, is under the stairs, next to the bar. Love it. Hey, and it's never hurts to be next to the bar, right? Cozy, right? <laughs> oh, cozy yeah, corner. we are cozy. So, <laughs> so how has COVID, um, I imagine it has impacted you, because I know it has Matt and the DJ business and everybody else who's in any kind of like, social gathering kind of thing. How has that affected you guys, and how have you weathered that? Uh, we've tried to weather it as gracefully as we possibly can. Um, as you guys know, being in the event uh, business as well, it's one of the most hard hit industries that we've that we have, um, and it's this, the live event industries have been completely demolished by this. Millions of people are employed by the live event industry. Thankfully, throughout this, we were able to keep our employees employed and we're really, really grateful for that. We have a, a young lady that's on staff. Her name is Anna. We give a shout out to Anna. Hi, Anna. Um, we're she, doing her wedding coming up. Yes, and she's getting <laughs> married at the lodge and she is just simply amazing and she's um, she's a sweet girl and she cares so deeply about our brides and wants to make sure that everything goes off without a hitch and which we do you know mm-hmm. but i think we do a pretty good job of that um she so, actually started out as the ball state intern for us so. oh yeah. Okay. yeah so we've gotten quite a bit of talent through um our internships which is what we're very grateful for but covid back to that um it's we've i think we've done the best that we can under the circumstances that we we try to be as reasonable as possible we also are we have families that we have to take care of and we have to um try to temper everybody's uh expectations that let's let's try to be fair about this you know i think there was a there's a hashtag on instagram now as postpone don't cancel you know Mm -hmm. so that's that's obviously the what we think is the best case scenario for everybody going forward we were working with our brides 
that simply could not have their their wedding because obviously we were in a we shut, shut down, down. <laughs> like everybody else except for you know the essential workers and stuff we really worked with them on getting a new date all the way through next year mm-hmm. if they needed to some didn't want to do that now we're open for business and we are so grateful for that <laughs> i mean we're essentially up to capacity at the lodge with of course social distancing mm-hmm. spreading the tables out as much as we can asking people to to wear face coverings as the governor has mandated we are not the mask police in our venues um <laughs> but we every time you arrive at one of our venues you will see signs that remind you no and please, we wear masks. Our employees wear masks. So trying to go with the flow and do the best <laughs> yeah. we can, and oh, do the best we, we can for our brides. <laughs> yeah, we know. Um, and I know probably most of the weddings are under two fifty, uh, by far. Would you would you say that's I, correct? By far, yes. I, yeah. I mean, they're I, they're outliers that will be above uh, two fifty, but that's not around here. You don't see weddings that large. Yeah. At the loft, they get until eleven. Um, also at the lodge, you get until eleven. But the loft, they do have to shut down because there's. Neighbors we want to be respectful of our neighbors. Mm-hmm. And you know, the older I get, the more I thank you for that. Uh, I, I agree. Time. <laughs> and really, I, we don't have, so the lodge, we allow people to extend their time. Um, yeah. It's out in the country. There's not an, a lot of neighbors. There's not a noise um, ordinance that we have to um, abide by. But a lot of people don't. I think brides are tired by that. Time. I think oh, yeah. It's a, We've done some where, like, they've kept going until, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. And we are like, how are you people doing this? They took a collection and had the uncles all chip in, like, 20 bucks to keep let us to have us keep going. And I'm like, oh, no, I we're ready to go home. I don't know how you do well, this. Well, so, Matt, you guys are DJing my little sister's wedding next year. So yes. So maybe expect that. Um, we'll make exceptions for, for those She, yeah, it's, I think they're, I think they're tired by then. But at the lodge, you can... You can party if you want to. That's, we'll we'll <laughs> stay there with do, you and make sure, <laughs> make sure you have a good time. Now, at the loft, do you still do uh, smaller parties in the one building? We do. So the really cool thing about the loft is um, it's what they called the mess hall back yeah. at the mm-hmm. camp days. So now that is called the lounge on oh, Eisenhower. And got all the L's there. Um, <laughs> just keep it consistent, you know. But so that that's a really cool space. I actually have all my kids' birthday parties there. Uh, it's it's I homey. Mean, yeah, it's, it's easy. It's got a fireplace. Yes. It's got a wood-burning fireplace, which is really cool, especially I have a October baby, so we like to, to start up the fire there. We go sledding there, too, in the, <laughs> in the winter. Um, so it's it's just a really neat property. Now, as a in the entertainment industry and weddings and all that, what is like some of the wildest stuff you've seen happen at like a reception? Oh man, we had a really <laughs> we the had goats. A, yeah, we had we've had goats, we've had goldfish. Well, so let the, me <laughs> explain about were the they goats. like the ring bearers or so something? The, so the groom got these goats for a wedding present. It was a wedding gift. Yeah. Okay. And they were in the back of this truck and they were covered up, however, and we didn't we heard these notice like, them bleating, until, you know, bleating or however you say what a goat says. Yeah, whatever sound <laughs> goat makes, we heard this, you know, because they were covered up and this is at the end of the night, everybody's gone. It was like 1 a.m. Oh, my yes. goodness. And you hear goats. <laughs> and so I'm You're calling like, up the heck? room. I'm like, hey, Marcus, you left your goats here. <laughs> and he's like, oh, they're fine. He was, they were staying down. Very sweet couple. But I guess they, like, had moved to a farm. Like, oh, okay. that's, and those were, like, their first farm animals I got <laughs> as, a, as a gift. But I was like, hey, Marcus, you forgot your goats. And he's like, oh, no, they're, they're, we'll be there, like, first thing in the morning before it gets hot and all this stuff. And they have water and, and food. And so we've had goats <laughs> as wedding gifts there. Camping out. Um, 
actually the groomsmen in that they had goldfish um and it was like official okay we'll play on the words there it was like on their gift table and i i was like hey what are you guys doing with these goldfish they flushed them and actually stopped up the toilet i know overflowed the toilet i was so sad because i would have taken the goldfish home to be safe i you know i couldn't believe that they so anyway so we've had that was the kind of the animal cruelty weekend but um sounds like it that was pretty wild yeah, I'm sure know. you there's so, there's like so oh, so many so you know stuff. stories yeah. that but that that definitely is was pretty wild. But, I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't see the girls. Yeah, so. you don't see that every day. Yeah, you don't see that no. every day. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can't make this stuff up. That's for sure. So I got to ask about your background and there's another business involved in all this. Is that right? There is. So my parents have been um, members of the towing business um Forever. For, yeah, forever <laughs> from like 1960 something. 1963 is when Northwest Towing was established. So we've we've got two a business that's 24 seven and then a business that's on the weekend. So, so you never we do sleep get, or get do some anything. time off, <laughs> but not we a lot. We're used to hard work, I'll tell you that. Yeah, and when we're not afraid of it either. So that's definitely helpful when it comes to the you know wedding industry everybody sees this very glamorous you know every all these events are you know put together when when they get there and we're behind the scenes and right somebody's got to be like setting up the tables and chairs and yep somebody's got to clean the toilets and you know and that's actually what what we do sometimes people ask what would what would you want to know then that you don't didn't know and it would probably be how hard the work is because i was one of those people that thought, oh, let's go in the wedding business. It'll be fun, (laughs) which it is. I mean, there's nothing better than... And it's so so satisfying for the soul to see happiness from something that, you know, was built with a lot of um, love and sweat and... Tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's a, there Mostly are a lot of me. moving parts and details there to are. work out. But to they see are. it all pulled yeah, together, to together and to see it, you know, it's the most important day of somebody's life. And getting the hugs, like, not in COVID day. I mean, everybody's, you got to stay away. But we used to get, our brides give us hugs at the end of the event. Yeah, so that, just, that's one big thing I changed at the end of the night. I don't hug the yeah. bride or shake and, the hand. Which is so They're sad. They're patient zero they at this are. point. They are. Like, They've touched everybody. Yeah. I don't want to touch them. That's so. exactly right. Give me Elbow high bump. five in the air is, yeah. is it's good, air but. hugs those kinds of things so yeah. yeah so what do you guys like to do for fun when you're not working on the towing business and at a wedding and all of that Sounds and like with going your to kids auctions, yeah but, you know. i know right <laughs> no more auctions no more. <laughs> they cause more work yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love to travel with my family. That's usually in the winter, <laughs> off season when we get to go. Spring break is another. We kind of take that time off. Um, we take Sundays and Mondays off. That's so, true. So um, sometimes in the summer we go to the lake and we have a good time. Which lake do you go to? You we, we certain go to lake person? Morse Reservoir. It's Morse about 45 Reservoir. minutes away. Okay. So okay. if we need That's to get back, back, we're yeah. able You're to get back. You're not too far away. Yeah. We're, like I said, we are very blessed with our our staff um anna and denise and our bartenders um they really are remarkable Mm -hmm. i mean they have allowed i that is probably why we can relax i don't think that we you know the past several years that we've been in business we haven't been able to do that but now that they're on board it's been a total weight lifted off of us that we have such caring staff members it's almost like being there ourselves which mm-hmm. is yeah. what you want in an, empl- an employee oh right? absolutely so yeah. and we have amazing. people that take care of the grounds we have ron 
who's wonderful if he sees something out of place um yeah this tough guy that he takes care of it he loves weddings and he like (laughs) he he's a detail guy too so like my mom does all the mowing and helps us set up chairs so willie we got willie that helps us it's a long way from the beginning when we used to do everything ourselves, mop the floors and clean the toilets that was my detail somehow I got on that. <laughs> you did such a great job I mean if you we do, just couldn't give it up right? right yeah I mean when somebody's good at something they should just continue on thanks doing it. Brooke <laughs> and now it's time for the lightning round quick questions and quick answers so number one question what's your favorite band or artist I say Rolling Stones for me what about you Oh, Favorite I, band or artist? I like Aerosmith. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Those are both Rock good choices. <laughs> I'm from the 70s. What can I say? <laughs> are you an early bird or a night owl? Definitely night owl. Night owl. Night owl. I think so you'd have like, to be. We like our parties. <laughs> <Yeah. so. laughs> What's your favorite book? To Kill a Mockingbird. I know that might be cliche, but it's stuck with me ever since I read it in what, middle school. Oh, gosh. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever met anyone famous? Does Muncie famous count? Muncie famous is fine. we got Matt and Angie oh, here. Oh, oh, yeah. Good answer. Muncie famous. I thought you were going to say Jim Davis or something. Yeah. <laughs> Muncie famous. Met, I haven't met Jim Davis. So we'll, we'll stick with Matt and Angie. They're pretty, <laughs> okay. they're pretty cool. Good answer. Cool cats. <laughs> what about you? Surely. No, I can't think of anybody famous that I've met. That's really? just, yeah, that's just not my thing. I think okay. everybody's on the same, you know, level playing field. So I don't go, go out in search of them. So you met uh, Pete Rose because oh, you, that's you right. met Pete Rose. <laughs> He's pretty famous. Um, she actually <laughs> don't tell. <laughs> we oh, can cut no. it out. <laughs> we got a groupie. Yeah, come on. He was he was oh, a little cranky. Yeah, we were went to get an it. autograph for my brother, who's a couple years younger than me. His name's Jason, and he's, and he's eligible bachelor, ladies. So <laughs> oh, he's a cutie. <laughs> Hit me up on Facebook if you're interested. <laughs> anyway, but he was. We were in line to get his autograph, and you know it was next, 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 and so I get up there and I and I'm like, okay, make it to Jason, and he's like, I can't do that. I'm like, what do you mean you can't do that? Just write to Jason. He says, no, I can't do that. I said, you can't or you won't. And, <laughs> and you got into it with Pete Rose. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks up at me and he says, see me after after I get done with this. And you didn't wait around. No, I didn't. Yeah, so. Oh, <laughs> so Jason does not, he just has Pete Rose on his. <laughs> it didn't work. That's funny. But you've said your piece and I'm proud of you for oh, that. Thank Good you. Good job. What's your guilty pleasure? Oh, goodness. Oh, man, I'm a Muncie girl at heart, right? So, Pizza King with okay. ranch. The ranch is amazing. Oh, so, okay. that's my... I'm going to go with Con Cannon's Donuts. Muncie, yes. Yeah, <laughs> or Muncie Proud. What's your favorite movie? Favorite movie. Gosh, this is probably going to be another cliche answer. Forrest Gump. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's pretty epic. That's a good movie. I yeah, mean, it's that's a pretty so good cute. choice, I think. What's your hidden talent? Oh, gosh. Sometimes I don't feel very talented at all. Organization? Mm-hmm. Is that a bad answer? No, that's no, good. That's good, a good answer. What about you? I for detail. Okay. I can oh. come in and we notice. do call her the care and the closer. I <laughs> 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 make sure I come in before everything starts happening and make sure that you know it's all set up. So well, those are good habits and good talents to have in your <laughs> industry. I would say. Do you sing in the shower? I used to until I had kids crawling in there. I know. I have a five, then you got to be quiet or they'll come in. Yes, like they can't know you're in there. Yeah. 
and they all want to be in there too. So at one point I would say yes, but now no, because I get like a three minute shower. Who has time to sing when you've got three a minutes? Mom shower. Yeah, yeah, mom shower. Now what about in the car? Yeah, you yeah, yeah, out? We rock. My my middle daughter loves music and she loves singing. She's very theatrical. We might have to get her in the civic mm-hmm. theater. We give her some pointers, right? Oh, absolutely, Angie? yes. <laughs> so, but she loves to sing, and that's kind of thing that we like to do together so that's nice now i like to sing but my kid tells me to stop singing (laughs) i've heard that too even in the shower well i don't sing in the shower but because you get mom showers yeah yeah but uh yeah in the car she's like stop singing mom i can't hear the radio (laughs) all right fine excuse me i'm trying to teach you the lyrics here so how about you me no i do not sing in the shower i tend to meditate we got a new house, and I put a bench in it with a rain shower mm-hmm. over oh, yeah. the bench. Got a fancy so shower. I do my meditation. It's a good place. Nice. Yeah. That's a good place. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars all the way. Yep. Oh, yeah, both. Both. Yeah. Nice. All right. We're not Trekkies. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even do that. What's your most used emoji on your phone? The laughing one with the tears. Oh, I'm gonna say that's overused, and because I'm always think everything's funny, so. <laughs> <laughs> even inappropriate things. So. Well, very good. Thank you both for being our guest today. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Angie. It's a welcome. pleasure to be here. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Bye. This was fun. She's back with us. Yay! It's Amy Leffingwell. Yay, so glad to be back. So Yay. stoked. Now, she's actually back back from a long hiatus. Yes. What do they call that? Furlough nowadays? Furlough, yeah. Wasn't half of the world on furlough there for a while? We were on furlough, <laughs> but we were still working the whole time. Well, yeah, as business owners, you never really stop working. We, we were just at home. Yeah. So people have asked me several times, so are you guys like back? Like open back up? Are you open back up? I'm like, well, we've never really not been open we've just been working from home or remotely or whatever and all that kind of stuff but yeah we are officially now back in the office most days amy is back with us yeah yay and i'm so glad to be back we are so glad to have you back you know there (laughs) there are only so many drawers and closets you can clean and organize all of that's done um (laughs) your house is beautiful it's beautiful the dog has been walked the dog is now used to what being walked every day and doesn't get walked it's like every day. It's like fit and trim. Now. It is. I, I mean, it's just a whole, you know. But then there there were days where, like, I realized I was, like, looking forward to, like, trash day. <laughs> so it was a new low. And, and so now, I'm Now, tell that. us yeah. what, what all happened while you were on furlough. You know, it, it actually, and COVID's horrible. It's awful. But it, this actually came at a really good time for me because I was getting my final child grace out and off to college chose butler uh, started the process there's a lot as you guys know to getting a kid into college and all of the stuff you have to buy and all of the stuff you have to plan and all of the stuff and just papers you have to papers the filling out and it was all the you know the fafsa and this and that so i kind of had a full-time job the whole time (laughs) getting getting her out the door so yeah and it she did get out successfully and she's really happy at Butler. She's happy with her choice. I'm glad that she's only an hour away. Right. Also, she can still come and visit. She visits sometimes and, and um, you know, darn I have to go to Indy. Oh man, to I have to go visit whatever and whatever. visit Grace. <laughs> um but no, so it actually did come at a very good time. But 
I am super stoked to be back. Like we are, we are so glad that you are back yes. because uh, Matt and I were tired of just talking to each other all the time. Yeah. We're like, can yes. I talk to someone else, please? <laughs> and and deliveries. <gasps> so we do print, of course. So there are a lot of deliveries to make to our clients, and that is like the bane of my existence. Mine too. I do not like to do it. It's Angie not. does not like to do it. We do that it. That was because my job. I don't know if Amy thing, loves doing it or not, I, but that's her job. I love it. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for that. Yes. yes. Yeah. So now that Amy's back, yay, we send her on all of our deliveries and stuff. We, we're actually, I think we're as busy as we were before COVID. We are rocking and rolling. Matt has been busy with websites this whole time. Yes, we have uh, produced a lot and produced and launched a lot of websites, a lot of intricate ones as well. That's true. They, and they've been, well, I can't speak, but they've been fun to work on or at yeah. least to do different things. One of them was a, was a raffle website. So that was different. I hadn't done one of those ever, really. Uh, luckily, there's a plug-in to run all that, and they've been hugely successful. I can't believe as much money goes through those websites as, as they do. Another one, Warrior Rack. They make a rack for military and uh, um, public service personnel to take off their stuff, put on the rack. So when they get up in the morning or they need to go, it's all in one place. Those are sold very well. That's and then. Crazy. Uh, the Model T Ford Club and the Academy of Model Aeronautics both had us do projects, and uh, those those turned out very well. Yeah, and they were very intricate, detailed, like plans and buying things and e-commerce. Like it was just a lot of moving parts, but yeah. been fun to work on those different kinds and of a bunch projects. of little sites in between. So we yeah. we just kept busy the mm-hmm. entire time. Yep, and we're still busy because you just inked like five deals last yes. week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So that's good. And on the on my side of things, you know, we've been working on graphic design projects. And while people might not be printing as much right now, I think it's coming back and everything. But uh, working on a lot of graphic design. and Now, one like thing that. I'm hugely excited hugely. about. Amy has taken on the role of our digital marketing specialist, yes. I would yes. say. Yes. She uh, is getting certified or is certified uh, with Google for uh, pay-per-click advertising. And we're doing some other things there to get certified and be a better resource for the for our clients uh, when advertising online. Absolutely, because right. we've found the trends now. You know, everybody's been at home and everybody's looking online. So while you may not be able to do necessarily like print pieces and business cards and trade shows and stuff like that, because you know, COVID, we don't want to like give our germs to people and things like that but people are at home browsing and looking online and so digital marketing is becoming the way things are going right now and I think will be for a while yeah and even now now that we have all been home and we have all been zooming and I think even once in the future when we can all reconvene I think it's just been so much easier to do things. We realize that we maybe don't have to meet in person all the time. We we can, we're still doing more online. So yeah, I'm so glad to be able to help our clients uh, more with that digital advertising, um, Facebook too. Um, so yeah. It's going to be awesome. So be sure to watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix <laughs> if you have an opportunity <laughs> have to learn again, all the stuff we're learning we how to do to you. Yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're exactly. not. We're no, manipulating we, your mind. We are ethically doing business on Yes. So. Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> 
Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Also, join the conversation in our Facebook group. Just search Gone Boss and hang out with us. If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has Gone Boss. Boss.